and welcome to Top Growth. In tonight's episode, we are highlighting air travel in the region and the success of Worcester Regional Airport. In June of 2010, the Massachusetts Port Authority agreed to purchase the airport from the city of Worcester. And since taking ownership, Massport has made a $100 million investment to our region to improve air travel options for travelers, providing convenience and ease of travel in the second largest city in all of New England. And JetBlue, one of America's most beloved airlines, has a very successful relationship in Worcester and is approaching a milestone servicing nearly a half a million passengers who have traveled to and from Orlando in Fort Lauderdale since the airline launched service in Worcester in November of 2013. I'm sure you've heard all the buzz in the region with all the news that JetBlue is adding to their flight routes at Worcester Airport with the expansion of flights to JFK in New York, opening a gateway from our region to the world. There is even more exciting news to come. With the recent completion of a $32 million Category 3 instrument landing system, Worcester Regional Airport is now equipped and on par with leading airports throughout the world. People are talking about how much they love the ease of travel out of the airport, and heads are turning from all the tremendous positive momentum. With even more great news to come, if you've traveled out of Worcester Regional Airport, you can attest to how great it is. And if you haven't, then you'll have to give it a try. The ease of travel will keep you going back. Joining me today is the man in charge, Andy Davis, Airport Director for Worcester Regional Airport. Welcome, Andy. Thanks for having it's me. It's so great to see you, and thank you for coming on the show. Fantastic. This Thanks is, for having me. This is a topic that our viewers are really interested in. Um, Worcester Regional Airport is just, it's great. It's so close to so many communities in the region, and, um, and I know that you've put a lot into making sure that it's a regional airport. And I want to start by asking, what, what is the catchment area? What is the area where you're pulling your travelers from? Well, I think everybody knows that Worcester is the second largest city in New England, and any kind of air, a city that is the size of Worcester deserves an airport, deserves commercial aviation and uh, air travel opportunities. But it's not just Worcester being the second largest city. It's the, what we call the catchment area, and this is the area that surrounds Worcester Regional Airport where customers that would fly is uh, they're actually closer to Worcester Regional Airport than any of the other airports around the region and that equates to a just close to a million people that live in closer to Worcester than mm -hmm. than these other airports in, in mm -hmm. the region. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because I've had conversations with people that live in all different areas in the region. And last week I was speaking with some folks that live in Lemonster, mm -hmm. and they flew down to Orlando a couple of weeks ago out of Worcester Regional Airport, and they couldn't believe how easy it was, and they were going up to New Hampshire. And then I spoke with some folks from the Blackstone Valley who were used to going to TF Green, and they started flying out of Worcester and it was just so much easier. And then we have a whole bunch of people that are in the borough communities and Paxton area and up north and down as far as Milford who are singing the praises of how easy it is to fly out of Worcester. So you really stretch far and wide with your travelers. Yeah, it, and it actually extends beyond the communities you just talked about. It. If you look at a map of the state of Massachusetts, Worcester, central Massachusetts, at the crossroads of five interstates. Right. The Mass Pike, 290, 190, uh, 84, 495. 
it, it all merges right around here. So if we, and when we look at the data of people that fly out of Worcester, we see zip codes that extend down to New London. That's 395. That will bring them right up here. Out west is west of Springfield in the 495 loop, Lemister, as you as you reference. So, you know, the ease of travel is all is 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 fits the patterns of the interstates that all uh, cross right in this immediate area. Exactly, and people are saying how easy it is to park and just get on the plane sure. and just how wonderful it is. And and um, I think it's a true testament as well to the investment that your organization, that Massport, has put into um, not only the airport, but really making a substantial investment in our region, which has never happened before, and a serious focus and commitment into taking this airport and turning it into something that we can all be very proud of and that we can all use regularly. Exactly. So that's wonderful. And, and and so that leads me to think about, you know, the Cat 3, a Category 3 system. Right. And, um, and so let's talk a little bit about that so our viewers understand it. Um, do you want to talk about the benefits of Cat 3 and sure. also why every major airport in the world has a Cat 3 system? Sure. Just to back up a little, your comments about making the investment into the, into the airport, Massport took ownership of the airport from the city of Worcester uh, ten, uh, in 2010. Yes. And we saw that as a long-term investment. And in not just a Category 3 infrastructure that we put in there, you referenced the $100 million that we put in. Let's face the facts, there are no new airports that are being built. Airports are decreasing in numbers. Right. The airports that are already ex in existence are growing. Logan Airport, for example, not five years ago, had 29 million passengers fly out of there. They're flying 36 million it's customers. Amazing. The demand for air travel is there. So Massport saw the opportunity for Worcester as an investment, and that's why we're putting that money, that much money into the airport. The biggest chunk of that $100 million mm -hmm. is the $32 million investment that we made for a Category 3 instrument landing system. Now, what's Category 3? Right. We had an instrument landing system, Category 1, which would allow an airline to fly in in low visibility, but low, that low visibility was 1,800 feet uh, horizontal visibility, basically being able to see one-third of the way down the runway. Mm -hmm. And a 200-foot ceiling, they would have to break through the clouds and be able to see the runway at 200 feet above the ground. A Category 3 will now allow that airliner to land in less than in, in 600 feet visibility and a 50-foot ceiling. So in, in non-technical terms, that's basically pea soup fog. Mm -hmm. And when we have adverse weather up there, whether it's fog, low cloud layers, or snow, we have the ability now to have these planes navigate in and uh, overcome those uh, the, the reliability concern of the airport not having the uh, ability to land in low visibility. Yeah, it's really wonderful, and I'm sure that people who do fly out of, of, of Worcester Regional Airport regularly are going to be very pleased um, that they know that there's even more reliability with the flights. Yes. And um, and I think um, and I, it's a very advantageous for the airline that that does the airlines that fly out of the airport airport now and in attracting new air carriers right. to the airport. We, we are constantly in communication with prospective airlines to yes. fly in and out of Worcester. And for the longest time, we would say we would love nothing more to serve the second largest city in New England. Right. However, 
our airline demands and our customers demand reliability. Right. Nobody wants to fly on a plane that may, may be subject to a cancellation or divert to one of the nearby airports. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the cost that would involve with the, with the air carrier with setting up buses or displacing an airplane that is now meant to be flying back somewhere right. where they have to recover it from another airport. So the reliability factor is ever important to the airline and with this category three, We've eliminated that excuse, if you will, right, exactly. for an airline not to fly out, and we're really ha we now have airlines looking closer. So exciting, yeah. it really is. And and you know, I want to back up a little bit too, because from the very very beginning, when you took ownership of the airport, um, the Patrick administration was in charge, and I remember um, how invested the whole administration was in helping to get it off the ground. And Congressman Jim McGovern and so many other of our elected officials worked tirelessly. Right. to help really make sure that this was going to happen. Um, and, and at that time, Tim Murray was in, involved as a lieutenant governor who is also now the uh, president of the Worcester Regional Chamber. Right. And then with the new administration that came in, um, they're very committed to continuing um, the incredible support and have really shown their advocacy and support of the, the airport. And, and so that really is great because what it does is it perpetuates that this momentum is going to continue. Exactly. And that's really what I think so many people in our region uh, need to know and need to hear. And um, it gives a huge confidence level that this is a success that's just going to keep perpetuating. I could not ask for a better group of cheerleaders. You just mentioned several. Yeah. Congressman McGovern brought um, then-Secretary LaHood in to yes. uh, tour the airport in 2012, and that was the seed that was planted to get the Category 3. Mm -hmm. uh, if it wasn't for his visit and our discussions with him on behalf of the DOT, we would probably be still working on getting the Category 3 in. Uh, then Lieutenant Governor Tim Murray, now right. President and CEO, he is still a major cheerleader yes, and he's he always in the front line talking about opportunities to promote the airport, commercial and general aviation. Lieutenant Governor Polito, yes. uh, another central Massachusetts, is, is the latest cheerleader and she has always been on the forefront on how we can best serve our, uh, her constituents, our, uh, everybody in central Massachusetts with enhanced air travel. Right, and it's really wonderful to have that. And, and then, you know, then you look at your board leadership. You had Mike Angelini as your chairman right. of the board and he was just very visionary and very um, committed to this region, very dedicated. And now you you have Lou Evangelitis, Sheriff Lou Evangelitis as your board chairman, and he is very, um, very much integrated and very much a champion of this region. So, and it, very it, lucky. You mentioned two very big names that were are and were on the board for Massport, uh, Mike Angelini and Lou Evangelitis. Yes. Lou serving the ch as the chairman of the board for right. Massport right now. And what is fantastic is we all know the size of Massport. 90% of the focus of Massport is on Logan Airport. They measure passengers by the millions. We measure passengers by the hundred thousands. Exactly. Um, they've got the seaport to focus on. They have Hanscom Airfield uh, to focus on. We are a small fraction, but with the Sheriff Evangelich's leadership, Worcester's always on the agenda Absolutely. at the board meetings, and we all are focused, the whole the whole organization is focused on seeing this airport succeed. That's really wonderful, and, and another great thing um, is that since the very beginning, 
your load factors on the planes have been very high, and uh, that's been substantial. And I remember from the get-go, you'd have 90% load factors or 85% uh, load factors. And then even in the summer months, when you wouldn't expect so many travelers to be going exactly. down to Fort Lauderdale and Orlando, those load factors remain very high and consistent, yeah. which is a testament to um, the, just that people really want to, A, they enjoy their travel, the leisure travel, so you've got a really a huge population of people that are traveling, and, uh, and B, that you're doing a great job at building awareness and making sure that people are actually aware of these flights and that they're taking the flights. So that's a great, um, a great portion of this. You hit the nail right on the head. We were really expecting is to see a seasonal variation mm -hmm. and to see the load factors, that's the percentage of seats that are filled on an airplane. Um, stay high right through not just the summer months but the shoulder months uh, yes. you know the uh, the spring and the in the late fall uh, we're just coming out of the the spring break and uh, this past March has been was a, a phenomenal month where you know the, the load factors were consistently in the mid high 90s That's I mean, wonderful it's, it's, just wonderful it's the the repeat customers are growing and yes. the first time customers are constantly amazed at why they never took advantage of flying out of Worcester before. Exactly, exactly. And so let's talk about the exciting new news, which everyone is just, sure. the buzz is incredible. So now you've got, uh, two, you've got the two flights to Orlando and Fort Lauderdale, right. and then you have a new flight to JFK, right. and then what was recently announced? This well, is amazing. We recently announced putting up a new backdrop at the ticket counter, and I'm pleased to say American Airlines will be getting served service in October That's with nonstop service to Philadelphia. Now that is a another game changer. We talked about JetBlue flying to Kennedy. That's into a business market. Philadelphia right. is a significant business market, but it's a hub for American Airlines, which exactly. means there are several dozens, you know, 55 to 60 connecting opportunities beyond Philadelphia so you name it that's a that's a segue into the southeast uh, to the west and international uh, Philadelphia is a large international gateway for American Airlines so that's very exciting news and that's one of the important things for uh, the, the, the 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 customers flying out of Worcester they want a selection they want variety right. they want to be able to say I want to fly out of Worcester but I want to do that business trip down to Charlotte, or I want to do that, that leisure trip down to Fort Lauderdale, or I want to bask in the Caribbean. Right. I don't have to worry about going to other airports there because these two airlines fit those those networks, uh, network of flights. Exactly, and the beauty of it too is when you land within 20 minutes or so, no matter where you live and you're in your catchment area, you're home. That's right. And it's so easy to get your bag and get to the car and everything is just so easy that it makes it um, just really enjoyable for people. And a lot of times people will say, well, I travel and I come back and then I'm you know, relaxed from my trip if it's leisure. And then I'm so stressed by the time I get home because I've got to get my bags. I've got to find my car. I've got to, you know, get into the traffic. And um, but with with this, with Worcester Regional Airport, the stress is alleviated. Exactly. And we've heard that a lot with the leisure travels, especially um, with the two trips to Florida. The people that have families, yep. you know, it's enough getting all the kids packed into the car and getting them off the plane and everything else. But it's just such a stress reducer for people. The the service that JetBlue provides the 
the atmosphere of the terminal is very relaxing. Um, the parking is convenient, $7 a day, $42 so a week. I mean, how can you go wrong? The two lots are right across the street and right next to the terminal. Yes. You get out of your car, and two minutes later, you are walking in the terminal. Right. And that's another 25 se steps to the ticket counter. The security checkpoint is right upstairs, and the gates are just beyond that. So it's, it's a very relaxing, convenient, comfortable environment to fly out of Worcester. Yeah, it's really wonderful. And then I would like to touch upon Retrix a little bit. Sure. Um, so now there are also flights to the Cape and um, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Nantucket, 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 and um, I'm sorry, Hyannis, the Cape. Hyannis, and then you can take a, a, a flight from Hyannis Correct. if you want to, instead of taking the ferry. And so that's really wonderful. And I think people who are flying into Worcester from other states who have heard all about the beautiful Cape Cod shoreline, right. um, it's just so convenient that they could travel in this area and see how beautiful our region is even during uh, the fall. Right. So if you have the leaf peepers that come up. And then they can jump on a plane through Retrix and then go to the Cape. Yeah. They've got that advantage, stay a couple of days. If they want to take a puddle jumper over to the other outside islands, they can. Exactly. But I mean, it really helps the, um, the leisure travel make the most of their time. And not just leisure, leisure travel, think of all the residents in central Massachusetts, even western Massachusetts, that have summer accommodations down on the Cape. Exactly. Think about the, the flights that uh, Retrix have leave Thursday and Friday afternoons and they return Sunday night or Monday morning. It's perfect. And if you're getting out of a, a business meeting late afternoon in Worcester, you can either take the 12-minute drive up to the airport or jump on the Pike to 495 down to the canal bridges right. and get and stuck on the summer three weekend hours. traffic. Exactly. And talk right. about a frustration level. Yeah. That's not there. It's a right. it's a 25 minute flight from Worcester down to Hyannis. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times too, people will come off the Cape on Sunday nights. A lot of people will wait till Monday morning because right. the, the yeah. traffic is so brutal. But to fly, it actually it's just it, it actually extends your time. Right. So if you only have a weekend, it extends that time and then you're able to fly back without any stress. You don't have to sit in traffic and then boom, you're relaxed and ready to go the next day. Great so service. It yeah. really is. It's really wonderful. So what is on the horizon? What are some of the things that are on the horizon and um, what are some of your um, goals and what are you hoping to see as we approach the fall? And um, well, we have, we're, we're continuously making improvements on the airport. This summer, we'll be doing some resurfacing work on one of the runways. That will not impact the operation at all because the, the, uh, the repaving is staying away from the other runway. Mm -hmm. So we're still doing that investment. We're still putting the money into the airport to make it even more modern, even more safer, and more reliable. So it's a never-ending work in progress. The, the joke is if you go to an airport, that it's always under construction. But, you know, we have those construction projects that are that will have no impact on the customers flying out of there. So from an operational standpoint, we're putting great finishing touches mm -hmm. on the airport. We're looking forward to recruiting more air service. Mm -hmm. We're optimistic that will be coming down the pike. Uh, we're, we're turning heads in the industry. Yeah. We're with the, the Category 3 uh, landing system with not just JetBlue coming in four years ago, adding service, right. American Airlines coming mm -hmm. in, there's 
there's a buzz in the industry saying what's happening in Worcester. Right. And that's not just Worcester Airport. That's Worcester downtown. We always hear about Worcester going through this renaissance. Exactly. You know, we're there right in step with them. Mm -hmm. As Worcester grows, as the central Massachusetts grow, we're there to accommodate the growth also. Absolutely, and and I think the renaissance in Worcester that you, that you just mentioned is really taking shape beautifully. Exactly. Um, there's so much that um, there are new people, organizations that are coming in to put conferences at the DCU Center. There's more travel teams coming in. There's the new football team that's, that's right. at the stadium. There's the, the baseball team that's doing really, really well. There's the new hockey team that's doing really well. And there are all of these great events that are happening. But what I really love is the whole economic development that's happening in the city of Worcester itself. And then outside of the region, outside of Worcester, all of these communities that are developing a real strong, steadfast focus on economic development in their townships to bring companies to the area. And the more that this is happening, and it really is happening, and you're seeing tremendous results, uh, companies moving in from other cities and companies moving in from other states, um, people looking at our region from other parts of the world when you think about biotech and pharma organizations and so having a stronger and viable airport which is what you, what your organization has done is really going to make it so that you're you're ready to go when all of this economic development really flourishes right. and people have this need and they really want convenience of travel for business. And that's one of the two most important things to recruit business. The yes. first two most important things are ease of transportation and the talent of the, of the, the residents of the yes. community. We've got 12 colleges and universities and we have a student base, a graduate base that's now thinking about staying in Worcester. Right. They're not graduating and leaving and you can see the housing that's exploding downtown. Exactly. Downtown Worcester is becoming a place to live right. and with the transportation, the airport's just one component. With the increased frequency of the of the, the rail uh, system, the MBTA, into, yes. into Boston, this is becoming a, a, a bedroom community for exactly. Boston. And people want once they start living here, they're going to need more access to transportation. And as we add flights at Worcester, that makes it that much more attractive for, for folks to, to live and enjoy living here. Exactly. And I remember the Amazon proposal that oh, yeah. everyone was trying to get a piece of. Um, one of the key components was it needed to be, the place where they went needed to be within a very short proximity of a an airport with international mm -hmm. connection right. and so um, as companies are, are um, growing and emerging and they're looking to have second headquarters or looking to have this component that Massport is bringing to the region, the investing in our region, Worcester Regional Airport, this is going to be a game changer for the whole business community and the residential traveler, the leisure travel is only going to benefit from that. Absolutely. So it's really in a great place. It's, um, I think it's, it's really taking this renaissance to the next level. I think it might even have something to do with why it's going so successfully. I think that there's a, a huge um, signal that um, investments are being made and when, when organizations like Massport make a substantial investment like it has done in this region, it only fosters more 
for others to say, wait a minute, we have to take a step here and look at what's happening and take another second to maybe make another investment here. Absolutely. So it's really positive all the way around. Absolutely. The, um, it's, it's refreshing to see the articles in the New York Times and the Boston Globes and, the, and, and various trade journals that say there, there is something happening in Worcester. Mm -hmm. And to see that it turning so many heads it's, so it's a great place exciting. to be right now. Isn't it exciting? It sure is. It's exciting. And, and I remember years, to, you know, 26, 7 years ago, actually you know, 28 years ago when I started my company. And I remember how it was such a different landscape, such a different landscape in Worcester. Mm -hmm. And now it's so vibrant, and you've got so much youth and vitality, and um, there's so many new restaurants. I mean, there's the Boston Globe is even writing about Worcester. I mean, it's never really happened before. And so um, it's really on the map. It's exciting, and I think the best is yet to come, not only for Worcester, but for Worcester Regional Airport. That's right. Happy yes. to be part of it. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for all you're doing to help this region grow with air travel. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.